Hey guys, welcome back to episode five of Wild Cards. Uh, I'm your host, David, and with me today is a Division One lacrosse player, uh, Justin Kachuk from Ontario, Canada. I believe that's correct, right? Yes. Yeah, you got that, it. Awesome. Yeah. And I also want to make sure I pronounce your name correct. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Because I know there's- Yeah, yeah. I, I pronounce it Kachuk. Uh, my parents always nag me and they want me to say Kachuk, but- uh, I'm a big fan of the Kachuk, so everyone at school calls me Chuck anyways. Chuck. So. That's fitting. Um, but no, so just quick background here. Um, Justin is going to be, or he will be the first um, official, if you will, guest on, on the show here um, on this time around. As many of you know, I've done, I've done several runs at this thing and have had uh, numerous amounts of guests from time to time on, athletes, entertainers. Uh, content creators, all of the above. Um, but for the sake of this show, he's going to be the first guest. So welcome, Justin. And um, I know I know, timing is of the essence because you have a game coming up on Saturday. So uh, I don't want to keep you up past your bedtime here. But uh, so yeah, let's kind of get going here. First of all, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I know it was kind of, I've been nagging you for a minute. Um, and I know I had you on my other show, which you know morphed into this show. So again, thanks. I do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Yeah, of course. So a little quick, a little quick background here of Justin. So he's a he's a current junior, I think, because of eligibility, or are you a senior technically? Uh, I'm a I'm a senior. I do have one more year, but I won't uh, I won't be back next year. Well, that's unfortunate. But hopefully, we can get the most out of this year then. Yeah. Um, so he's so because of eligibility, Justin's a senior. Um, the season, this past season was halted, as many of you know, due to COVID, um, and a lot of, uh, other things kind of caused sports to come to a halt, um, made it through a few games. Uh, you logged, you know, you logged time and essentially all six games, you know, you, you tallied career highs, you know, and you were starting to really get some, some true minutes. You scored a goal in all of the six games, actually, I believe, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, you added a few assists here and there, but kind of, as you got the ball rolling, it was over. And yeah. I, you know, I just, that's, I, I played briefly D3, but like not lacrosse, but I just can imagine like what that would do to someone's psyche in terms of, you know, you're, you're mentally and physically preparing for so long. And then, you know, it just kind of is done. And, you know, when, when that's a lot of what keeps, and we'll get more into this later, but the, the idea of mental health and the idea of, um, you know, trying to stay positive during a tough time and, you know, trying to make sure you have other healthy outlets when you, when, when you lose, when you lose one. So kind of with that being said, though, I do want to get into the, the, the nitty gritty here. A little bit about you, Justin, what got you into the sport of lacrosse and like, what were some of your bigger influences growing up in that regard? Um, so being from a little town just outside of Ottawa, um, you know, I kind of came into lacrosse and I think it was 2003, 2004. Um, one of my best friends growing up, uh, Corson Keeley and his older brother, JP Keeley, uh, and their dad, Kirk, um, were a big, uh, big part of the Nepean Knights uh, box lacrosse team up in uh, Ottawa there. Um, you know, and I played uh, hockey with Corson and whatnot. Um, so then one summer, um, I think him and his dad were like, hey, you know, why don't you come try playing lacrosse? Uh, I asked my parents, they said, well, you're gonna have to drop soccer and baseball. And it was pretty easy decision for me. <laughs> um, I sucked at both, so didn't really mind. Um, signed up, got that free stick for signing up, and uh, it's all she wrote. It was done right then and there. So um, played, uh, you know, house league, competitive, and just got that ball rolling. Uh, fell in love with the game. Um, just 
there was no turning back right after that. So, uh, and then uh, I, I'd have to say, you know, like positive influences and uh, influences in my lacrosse life uh, would be, you know, just in Ottawa, the lacrosse community is so tight knit. Sure. Um, like being younger, I remember, you know, going to those junior B box lacrosse games and just, you know, playing mini sticks along the side. They had like the mini nets and yep. during the game, seeing like the old, who all, I mean, you think they're old when you're them, but they're like 16 years old now <laughs> that you're babies. Well, 16 to 19, but, uh, you know, seeing those fights and just, you know, those older guys always being around. Um, then having guys, you know, from Ottawa, like, you know, JP Keeley, Ryan Fournier, Callum Crawford, uh, oh, Jake. Callum, Pop, wow, yeah. Jordan Sturrows, like all those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Kyle Buchanan. Like yep. there's, there's many, right? Aaron Forrester, I keep going, but uh, yep. a lot all of those guys ones. going on to the pros and kind of really laying a foundation for guys, you know, my age and the next generation coming up. Sure. Um, and then just the club lacrosse scene we have down, not even club, but just the programs we have. Like we have the Ottawa Capitals, you know, yep. Jaden Don Fox, they do so much for our community. Um, you know, Ottawa Nemesis, really, really big into, you know, growing the game, you know, kids having fun doing tournaments here and there. Sure. Knights, Gloucester Griffins. Uh, it even extends into like zone, the rest of zone five with like Genoa and Aquasosny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, just, it's, it's a great lacrosse community um, around Ottawa. You know, everyone knows everyone. Um, it's like one big family, even though you hate the kids on the other team when you're on the floor, but. Yeah, yeah sure. No, I, I mean, it, I've always kind of envied in a way the the lacrosse community up in Canada just because from I've, I've heard countless stories about you know how, how tight-knit and just kind of the as much as you like you kind of brought up the idea of you have a lot of these rivalries but then you guys are like best friends off off the you know off the court and off the pitch and but like here and I feel like in the United States it sometimes can be so different in that you know you really got guys who you know dislike another school and it's, and obviously you, I'm not saying you're, you know, your best buddies with your rivals up, up in Canada, but like, I just feel like it's such a more, you know, it's, it's just closer. And I've always kind of envied that. And you, I mean, you kind of describe perfectly how, you know, the setting of that. And that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the big difference is, you know, you go play a box game, you play a team that, you know, you guys hate each other on the floor, you get in a fight with one of the guys that yep. and then after the game, you're out in the parking lot, having a couple, a uh, couple pops with them and, <laughs> you know, leaving it on the floor. Whereas I find down here, um, especially like I never played high school in the States, but you know, you hear stories about like big, like real high school rivalries and uh, that doesn't stay on the field. So. Yeah, for sure. So you know, as we gear up here for, you know, obviously some teams have already been in, you know, full, you know, full-fledged form here. You know, some teams have already played four or five games at this point. Um, but you guys are, are opening up on Saturday against, yeah. against the Albany Great Danes. Uh, they have some true firepower that, I mean, they got, they have some guys who can really play, but with that being said, you know, personally, what are you and what's kind of the vibe around the locker room in terms of what, like, what are you guys looking forward to the most from this season after being off for so long? Like, what's the vibe? Oh, I mean, like we're, we're fired up. It's been, I think it'll be 364 days, like a, a whole year yes. since, uh, since our last game. So, you know, we haven't even been able to have fall ball scrimmages. We haven't right. played anyone not in a Hartford Jersey in 364 yes. days. So, I mean, we're just fired Oof. up to get out there and just play someone in a different color Jersey. Like, we're on the Zook, like, checking our own turf, man. Like, the boys are fired up. Uh, <laughs> we can't wait. Like, it's energy's as high as it's ever been right now. Yeah. Uh, our practices have been great. So, That's everyone's awesome, real dialed in and focused. 
Yeah, no, I bet. Um, have you heard anything about, or can you uh, give any insight to if they've talked about allowing minimal fans this year, or is that off the table? So I haven't heard anything personally. Um, I think some schools are allowing, you know, minimal fans like family and, yep. and friends or like right. students. Um, yep. But like what we're doing is it's kind of cool. We have uh, the like can, nest, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can donate, and uh, they put like a little. You send in a picture, they put a little cardboard cutout yep. of you in the in the stands there. But <laughs> you know, we don't we don't need to have our stands packed. Like we know our fan base loves us, and we love them right back. So we know they're going to be glued to their TV screens and computers and cheering us on. We'll hear them from their kitchens. <laughs> so I guess that was my next question. So it will be available to watch on uh, the website. Yeah, it should be. I think you just go through, uh, if you go to like our team's website, like yep. Hawks lacrosse or something like that, Pretty close, um, yep. you just go to our schedule. You should, there should be a video link for the game. I believe it's on American East TV. Uh, I believe, okay. I believe you don't need a subscription. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'll definitely be tuning in for sure. I mean, I, I have other vested interests in, in lacrosse and I have some friends who play uh, at other schools, but I've, like I've told you before, I've, you know, growing up, you know, essentially with, you know, you heart as my backyard. Yeah. I've been going, I've been going to games for, for a minute. And uh, so it's, it's been, it's been a team I've followed for a long time, good and bad. Um, but no, so that's awesome, man. And I'm, I'm stoked to, to see you guys play on Saturday. It should definitely be and uh, I hope for an entertaining game. Um, you know, I, I won't, I won't dive too much into it, but uh, it's, it's going to be a heck of a year and I'm, I'm pulling for you guys to, to, uh, to win some games for sure. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah, of course. So, I know you can't give too much of anything away for obvious reasons, but like anything specific in terms like what's the aspect of the team that like you think looks like it's going to be dominant this year? You know, is, is there, is there anything without going into too much detail, obviously that you think was going to be really scary this year? Yeah. Uh, not, nothing, nothing too scary. I mean, I'm, we're all, pretty confident i mean we're returning our whole starting defense. i know yep uh, ryan lovell wade tucker chris campbell uh we got wade, zach got wade and, right yeah oh, buff got, yeah buff yeah buff too and then you know like our whole first line midfield's back carter o'connell tyler Cora, awesome uh, boniface yeah we got our uh we got really good goalies this year you know showed all I, I could name off our whole team that's how confident i am right now on all the guys um yep we got a lot of good young talent that's um, awesome no one's got a scout on us so that's but in a way though that's that's kind of the way to you know that's not a bad that's not always a bad thing because then they can't you know pinpoint your strengths and weaknesses and then you can come out and you know kind of shock them because you've been yeah. like you said you haven't played anyone outside of a Hartford jersey in you know about a year so that could play that could play into many advantages so I guess we'll find out huh um, another quick question here personal any any significance to the number you wear yeah actually uh, so growing up uh i was always like 19 in hockey um it's my dad's birthday and uh then um you know i'd started like in lacrosse i started wearing 17 because my buddy corson wore 19 okay. uh, he was on the team before me so i couldn't steal out from him <laughs> uh, my mom's birthday september 17th so okay um i always you know i try to rep 17 whenever i can uh sure. so when i came to hartford uh i couldn't get 17 7 or 17 7 or 27 they were all taken yeah um so i ended up with like Sorry, Pitt. Pitt's got 43 now, but I think that's the <laughs> ugliest number in the world. Um, and then uh, the kid that had 17, uh, he left after like a month or so. Um, so I was like, give me that number. Yeah. Uh, I, I rep 17. Um, my mom's birthday. And then also, you know, one of my favorite coaches I've ever had, Hartford Hawk alumni, Tracy Kluski. 
uh, he rocks 17. So, yeah. uh, you know, TK's, I, I like to try and play like TK. He's one of the greatest guys that's ever played the game. Yeah. Um, just an absolute legend uh, in box lacrosse and definitely here at Hartford. Sure. Uh, he's got a job now as coaching down in Fort Worth for the new uh, Panther City Lacrosse Club. Yep, yep. A uh, new NLL team. So, you know, a couple of reasons behind it. But uh, those are the two main ones. Awesome. That's yeah, that's dope. I mean, I, I, I try to think back on my playing days and like, I, I, I had, I, I rocked, what did I rock? I rocked eight for a minute and I couldn't, I could not tell you why then. Cause like, but that's why I'm curious. Cause some, some guys have legit stories, you know, yeah. about why they have that number. And if they don't play that number, they have, a, they, they play bad and like all that fun jazz. But like, yeah. I'm always curious. Cause people, like I said, people have legit stories behind their number, but I guess more on that kind of realm of thinking, do you have any pregame superstitions at all or kind of like uh, anything? Cause again, that's another realm where I've heard crazy, yeah, crazy ass stories, man. Yeah, no, uh, definitely, you know, growing up playing, playing sports my whole life and, you know, in junior lacrosse and some guys got some crazy ones. I'm a bit of a weird bird myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Freshman year, my, uh, my pregame is that I, when I go into a game, I don't like to be angry or like, yeah, I just I like to be super focused and calm. And the one song that gets that done for me is Marvin's room by Drake. Um, yeah, like I said, man, weird bird, but, uh, that just, that does it for me. I got to listen to that once. Um, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not too superstitious. Um, anything you do pregame night, like what, like Saturday night or Friday night, tomorrow night, what, like what, anything, anything that you do walk honestly, me through it, or probably, nothing. Do you just go to bed? What do you do? I, uh, like tomorrow, like student teaching, I'm going to wake up right and early, uh, get to uh, Windsor High School, do my student teaching, yep. come back, we'll have pregame practice at, uh, I think, 12.30. Yeah. Get off the field, grab a bite to eat, uh, come back, probably watch some film, look over the scout. Yep. Then, uh, I don't know, man, like, after that, I just kind of chill out, maybe watch some Netflix, rip some rip some Warzone with the fellows back home, and <laughs> uh, before bed, like, get to bed early, watch a little bit more film, look over the scout one last time, and just get a good sleep. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, hey, dude, like, I, that's not, that's not, that's nothing crazy. That that's kind of typical. Yeah, that's that's pretty cookie cutter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I so again, kind of looking forward to your matchup on Saturday against Albany. You know, I know the excitement must be hard to contain, and you talked about it briefly earlier. You know, you guys are probably just as much as you're trying to be composed and you know professional and mature about it. You know, I'm sure running because I can imagine, dude. Like I played sports growing up, so I can imagine the almost running through a brick wall mentality that you guys must be having. Um, You know, do you think it will be kind of like where you guys left off or do you think there might be, you know, an adjustment period, a mental adjustment period, obviously physically you guys have been, you know, getting kind of back into things, but I know it's also a mental game. So do you envision needing some time or do you think you'll be ready to go? I think just, uh, you know, with this is the oldest team uh, we've had in my four years here. I mean, we got, uh, like some super seniors and Ryan yep. Lovell, Frank Ranfone and Grandpa <laughs> Teddy. But uh, yeah, we got a, we got, we got an old group of guys. And like I said earlier, you know, returning our starting defense, our first midi line, yep. you know, we got leadership in Kristen Paley at attack. Um, same thing. Our goalies are stellar. And I think obviously like, you know, it being the first game of our season, um, you know, I, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect really needing, needing much to be, to be quite frank. That's, um, that's good you, you can always say like a game's different than practice, which sure. it is. Yeah. Um, but just going back to the energy that we have and how focused we are right now. Like, I think, uh, I think it's going to be good for us. Yeah, for sure. We've done everything we can to get ready. So. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, man. And again, I'm sure I'm sure your level is twice what I what I'm feeling. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, now I kind of want to transition a little bit here as as we kind of move on to the the next segment of of the podcast. And that is where I, I typically would like to talk to the guest about um, their specific industry, their, um, you know, anything they want to shout out or plug. But like in, in general, uh, I want to talk specifically about, you know, a topic of their choice or a topic of, of, of our choice. And a lot of what's been kind of going around um, this year uh, in particular has been kind of the, the topic of mental health. And the importance of, you know, kind of trying to rid the stigmas, if you will, of, um, you know, of mental health and asking for help and, and, and make, you know, and not being afraid to kind of, you know, show, show your, show how you're feeling and, you know, not relying on, you know, being alone when, when more than likely there are people, you know, like yourself who, who would be a good, you know, a, a good kind of safe you know, place and person to reach out to, you know, even just to make it, you know, so you're not, you don't, you don't feel alone. And that's the biggest thing with mental health and with things like depression and anxiety. A lot of people that struggle, struggle because they feel like they're alone and they feel like they're by themselves and then, then they isolate. So kind of transitioning here, you know, mental health is not only important to me, I know it's important to you and it's obviously important to a lot of other people, but in particular, um, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about, you know, your, your kind of experience with mental health and, and all that. So, you know, originally I asked you to come back, come back on to discuss mental health. So, and I figured wait till the end so that it could be kind of a fresh idea and it didn't get lost in the kind of lacrosse, yeah. you know, the lacrosse discussion, just because it can be, you know, fairly serious. So what about mental health to you is so important in terms of, you know, why now, like, why should we be having these discussions? Yeah, so I think it's always uh, it's always been important to have these discussions, and I think that society, as in in general, has done a better job of it. Um, but like we've seen the statistics of what this pandemic has done sure. um, to not just you know like teenagers or young adults, but just everyone as a whole. Yep. Um, I saw a stat um, on on Twitter the other day from uh, Kids Help Phone. It's a company in Canada. There, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, but just like a, a, a crisis line for, for kids and teenagers to call. And sure. in the past year, it's like doubled um, from the pandemic. So right now is definitely a really important time to bring it up. Um, yep. Cause, and just, I, I'm always like, I, like I said, last time, I'm always open to talking about it because you never know when someone's going to hear like someone else talking about it and saying, you know what, like if they can do it, so can I, or yep, they might say sure. I'm not the only one, or they might not even realize that, you know, what they're feeling um is is something that they could get help with you know yeah. um, just just talking about it is the biggest thing for me um you know the amount of people that have, have came up to me and said like the most my biggest achievement that i've had to date is just people you know messaging me on instagram or or sending me an email saying like thank you for sharing your story because you know it yeah. gave me the uh, encouragement to kind of go seek help myself that's yep. like the, the best feeling i could ever get in the world um I'm kind of just rambling on here, but no, that's, well, that's the point here. You know, I, it, it needs to be a conversation and, and I know this can be a, a two hour segment by itself, but uh, it, you know, without, you know, sh- sounding insensitive, I, I, I do want to keep it, you know, not short and sweet, but, but I, I, I do want to, you know, I don't want to 
make it like, I don't want you to feel like there's like, if you're on a roll, keep going, man. Cause like, it's, it's a topic that is important and I, I truly don't mind I don't mind the rambling, especially on a, about a topic like this. Cause like you said, if someone hears the right thing, you know, at the right time from the right person, who knows who, what that could do for them. Yeah. So I, I true, I honestly don't mind, but um, you know, more specifically the stigma with mental health and, and men and boys, you know, both, you know, me and you males, yeah. you know, uh, you're an athlete. I was an athlete. And there was a stigma for a long time, especially with male athletes, not even just men, but, you know, male athletes where, you know, we were almost innately taught to hide our emotions, hide the pain. If you're, you know, suck it up, you know, that, that kind of, that, that type of mentality. And, you know, without going into too much detail, I I am curious as to kind of how, you know, the, the environment you grew up in versus what you, you know, cause they might not be common. Like you might've grown up in a very, you know, supportive enriching environment, but plenty of athletes don't plenty yeah. of athletes, you know, aren't as lucky and they have coaches or parents or other pressures that just become too much. And, you know, but, but again, as, as, as a guy, you know, it's still very alive in today's culture to kind of hide it and just go about it until you almost, you know, until you snap kind of thing, whether it's your body being all done or, or mentally you're all done or both, you know, and I guess I'm curious as to your, your take from, from, from the male perspective on like anything personally you might've gone through that you're that comfortable sharing yep. and, and then why, and like how you went about fixing it and making it better. And then any advice to, to kids that might be going through something similar. Yeah. So like, like I said earlier, uh, talking about like Ottawa and like, just the, like the, I'm, I'm so thankful that the community I grew up yep. specifically playing lacrosse and was just so tight knit, like a family. I always felt comfortable. Um, but myself, I didn't, I didn't open up, uh, really to anyone until, you know, maybe my senior year of high school or around then. Yeah. Um, cause I just, I didn't feel, I didn't, I, I guess I didn't feel comfortable. Or I didn't feel like I'd had something wrong with me. I just kind of went with that whole, the male expectation to just kind of suck it up, you know, be a man, like, Oh, everyone deals with something. Um, sure. But, uh, you know, when I did, like I started, it's, it was like, uh, like a domino effect, you know, like I tell one person and then I I'd go and I'd speak to someone else about it and they'd say, Oh, like, well, I like, they might be going through something similar or they know someone who goes through something similar and you start to realize like, Oh, okay. It is, it's not, you know, I'm not an anomaly um, for a man to feel this way. Um, quite, quite the contrary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and just like, you know, hearing the same thing, talking to like, you know, like people who are parents, you know, like them kind of saying, you know, I've had a few of them reach out to me and say, like, I'm so glad that, you know, you're, you're being so open about this. Cause we know like, like we're lucky enough to have a, you know, a fairly supportive society now, but you yeah. know, imagine what it must've been like for people, our parents age who, uh, yep, for sure. You know, that was kind of the heart of it all is just suck it up, be a man. Like they didn't have the supports that we do. No, not, not nearly. Um, but again, like I said, um, any particular example you're comfortable sharing and if not, that's totally fine. I, again, I get it cause I know it's a sensitive subject. I, I yeah. truly get it. But, um, you know, any, any, any type of, you know, sentiment, or advice and if you if you have to go the example route i mean i if i had to say like one example um like i said like i've been so lucky with my community and it hasn't really been anyone 
getting in my face and saying, you know, like suck it up and be a man. Well, well you're um, lucky, man. Cause that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. It, it's just the expectation. Like, even though no one said it to me, I, I you, as, as a man, you know, it's expected of you. Um, like I can yeah. remember my, uh, my first year ever playing junior, I'm what, like 15, 16, uh, we're a few games into the season. I just got thrown head first into the boards and just right away, like get up, like yeah. where the hell am Dizzy, I? Yeah. yeah. Like just big C word. And then, uh, <laughs> I just remember like thinking to myself, like, like, I mean, I, like, excuse the language, but I'm just like, I can't be a pussy. Like, what are they, what are the older guys going to think of me? They're going to think I'm weak. They're going to think I'm soft. Like, yep. I've got to kind of toughen up. I got to be a man. So, uh, let's, sorry to cut you off, but like, you just kind of brought up the exact point I was trying to get at. And like you said, even when there wasn't a direct innate pressure on you, you were almost trying to live up to the expectation that, yes. like, that there was pressure on you yeah. to perform, to act a certain way. So you almost innately put it on yourself, which can yeah. be just as dangerous sometimes too. Cause you know, you're almost putting this crazy thing in your brain that, you know, it, it, these expectations are just on, you know, they're not realistic or sustainable for happiness, fulfillment, and just pure joy. Cause like you said, like you want to, you know, you enjoy lacrosse, right? Yeah. Enjoy playing it. You have, you've got a love for the game. At least I'd assume so. Yeah. You know, and you're trying to limit, you know, things that'll, that'll take that away from you or strip that away from you. But, you know, again, you know, some of us are luckier than others and, and we have great support systems and, and great communities. You know, again, I was very lucky, but I I've heard horror stories, you oh, know, yeah. similar to you. I, I kind of got through unscathed. Um, but again, some, some are not so lucky, but I, I kind of digress to this point. Mental health in sports, men or male or female is such an insane topic. And, and it always has been and always hopefully will be and always should be. But now more than ever, I think it's pivotal that you guys and you women have, you know, use your voices. You know, if it's becoming almost too common to, to tell people with, with, you know, athletic or musical influence to just kind of shut up and do your thing. But, and, and for a while, I, I admit that was in a way how, how I used to see things. And that was so ignorant of me because now more than ever, I'm like, you know, holy shit, uh, that is not what I want. I want you guys speaking up and I want you speaking loudly. And, and I'm saying that, and I'm getting a little emotional and passionate now because, you know, I, I'm, I'm expecting a, a baby boy in July. Congratulations, and, man. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, and all I want, is for him to, if he ends up playing sports, awesome. But I want, I want him to grow up, you know, it's already going to be a tough, tough world that he's going to have to, you know, maneuver through. But I, you know, I just, I just truly hope he can be in an environment that's healthy for, for, for physical and mental growth and where he doesn't feel like he, he needs to always perform or else. And just, I know having, people like yourself to kind of both look up to and, and listen to, you know, it'll be relatable if he does play sports, you know, he can hear all these, you know, male figures talking about mental health and, and the stigma and, and, you know, asking for help and not being afraid to ask for help. So I, I think it's just from that standpoint, I'm, I'm very thankful that people like yourself are, are willing to talk about it because yeah. it, it is such a, you know, it's such a pivotal aspect to our culture now. 
And I think the only way forward is by having these hard, honest conversations. And again, that's why I wanted to make this clear too, because I, I, I truly now more than ever, I don't, I don't want to ever come across like that's all you guys should be doing is playing us playing the, you know, dribbling the ball or hitting home runs or scoring goals. Cause I frankly, and again, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm using the language and I click the explicit button for a reason on the, yeah. on, the uh, on the episode details, but like to crock a shit, if, if you believe, if you believe that you guys need to just shut up and play the game, that that's, that is horrible. And that, that needs, that needs to stop because yeah. that, and the fact that I even remotely believe that for a minute is I'm, embarrassed to admit it but i'm i'm so in the other corner now and i i I could not go back in a minute but you know as we wind down here i do i i do want to thank you kind of you know man to man it's 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 it means it means a ton to have you know your input and you know anything else you want to say on the matter is is welcome and and i uh this is a topic that me and will will dive way more into um, with other guests and just in general, because it, it, there is no running from it. Yeah. No running from it in today's world. So and any, any kind of closing statements for you on it or any, any other final thoughts? Um, last thing I got to say is like, whenever I do talk about mental health, like, yeah, like my, I guess you could say my uh, experiences um, within athletics is what kind of what I focus on a little bit. Um, but I never want to, whenever talking about mental health, I never want to, you know, say this community has it worse than another community like, you know, like athlete or not, it's just, you don't know what someone's going through. Um, sure. you know, like you really have to understand who they are as a person. Um, because like I said, like, you never know, like, we're not just an athlete and no, you're not, you know, this, this person's <laughs> not just this. Um, so yeah, it's just, you really got to get to know people for who they are and not just what they do. Yeah, no, that's, and that's more or less. And that's why I was, uh, both uh, trying to make that clear, but also apologizing for, for ever even thinking that because, uh, and, and I'm not afraid to admit it because I know I've changed and that's, that's nowhere near how I think currently. Um, but, you know, in today's world, again, opinions are very also harshly criticized. So people feel the need to also hide that aspect of themselves for fear of being ridiculed. And I'm not even saying even with just this, with this uh, subject in particular, but um, other subjects too, people are just so afraid of, of saying the wrong thing. And um, again, but that's why I'm trying to make the point that like with this, that's, that's not, there, there's no, to me, that's, that's not a, it, to think the other way is not like, okay. It's yeah. not, that's not right. That's not fair. And that's not, it's beyond, you know, it's beyond not being, you know, like cool. Like that's, that's just not, and it's, it's not the way we're going to progress. And now, like I said, kind of expecting a child and, and starting to have these honest conversations with people and hopefully doing a lot of healing in the process and, and moving forward together. It, the only way to do that is to, is to truly, you know, hear people out and understand where they're coming from because a lot of times, you know, ignorance can be such a, such a curse in that it really clouds, you know, your, 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 your judgment to be both a good friend, family member, peer, you know, teammate, when, when someone might need you in, in times of trouble and, and you're stuck in your own, you know, 
insensitive way of kind of thinking mm-hmm. you're 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 alienating potential help and that person might need you and i've kind of woken up to that fact and also you know in my in many ways you learn you you learn through experience and you learn through failure and you know you also learn for getting called on your shit and i feel like you know i i i kind of got woken up a bit in these last kind of 12 to 15 months um, in, in that regard. And, and again, I didn't necessarily mean a lot of the, you know, like you guys in particular, you know, I obviously always want to hear from like, you know, guys who don't necessarily get the attention. It was more coming from a place of like LeBron, shut up. I see you on TV every 30 seconds. I want to, I want to hear from other people, you know, potentially more relatable people, you know, people that aren't on sports center highlights every 30 seconds. And so it came from more of a place of like frustration on someone else's turn. It it wasn't, you know, for at least for me. And obviously there are people who truly believe shut up and play. And, and, and that's that I can't fathom that, but you know, I do, I do want to thank you. This, this is a very good way in my opinion to kind of kick off the segment because I, I know in the future, we're going to dive way further into the, the, the topic of mental health. Awesome. And um, yeah. And I know, you know, and I, and again, I know that I'm, we're going to have a lot of people that listen because of sports and you are an athlete. So just being able to kind of get your perspective has been, has been awesome. Um, I think I had one more question, but it's like, it's, not on my notes and I'm having a kind of a brand, you know, a senior moment, if you will, but, uh, we can, we can say, you could take your time and think of it. You could just cut. <laughs> well, well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing with, with podcasts too. It can be so awkward when you have like that minute. Oh yeah, dude, take a second to think. And then you take that second to think, and then you go to potentially edit. And it's like, there's so much dead space. So you almost find yourself, like you said earlier, just rambling about nothing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, you said that 47 times. Like, let's, you know, let's kind of keep going. But so I I think I kind of have my closing here and, and, and that's, you know, besides saying thank you 75,000 times, I, I, I do, I do want to point out that, you know, Justin, you know, is taking time out of his day to, to, or evening, if you will, to be here and to talk with us um, about the importance of mental health and uh, the importance of, you know, making sure you talk to someone, even if it, doesn't feel easy to do so, you know, cause there always is someone that wants to listen. And, you know, again, Justin, I, I, I appreciate you coming on for the second time, if you will, yeah. but uh, first time on wild cards. So um, it's been a pleasure and um, you know, maybe at the end of the season, we'll, uh, we'll hear from you again, but I, I wish you guys the best of luck this year. Um, I'll, I'll be watching and I'll definitely be making sure some friends tune in as well. Um, also I did have one more final quick question yep. just so people can know, are you, are you attack or are you midfield midfield? You're midfield. Okay. Well, I mean, freshman year, I played LSM LC, yeah, uh, yeah. sophomore year took faceoffs last year. I played Omid. And then this year it's a surprise. It's just fair enough. You guys will see on Saturday. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Well, with that being said, Justin, again, thank you very much. It's been awesome. Um, I appreciate you taking the time man. and, uh, for anyone who wants to go follow, yeah, the podcast it will be up on Spotify in about 24 to 48 hours, um, among other uh, among other platforms as well. So be on the lookout for that. And the Instagram page um, to be followed is wildcards underscore pod. 
Um, so please go give that a follow and check it out. Again, there's also a link in that bio, so uh, it shouldn't be too, too hard to find. Um, again, Justin, you've been awesome. Have a great night and take care. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you.